Recorded live. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Hour of Discernment on October 18th. Uh, it's a Tuesday, 2016. Today, my guest is, is and I've interviewed uh, him be, the last uh, couple broadcasts. His name is Ed Henry, and he is the author of several books. That one is the great is the global lie that got me interested, and um, then his book on anti-gospel, and then the book that we're going to be discussing today is uh, Solving the Mystery of Babylon the Great, Tracking the Beast from the Synagogue to the Vatican. Um, <clears throat> welcome to the broadcast, Ed. Well, thank you for having me. Yep. Well, well, you know, uh, you know, Ed, uh, uh, from the time I, I, I read your first book on the, on the global lie, the great global lie, and then, uh, but the book that uh, got my attention and realized that I had a lot of uh, tunnel vision, and this tunnel vision is real easy in the in the uh, conspiratorial books. You know, there's so many uh, different uh, slants on history, and uh, yours. And the reason that it kept me off years years is um, is this first. Uh, I'd like to. Uh, read a, a little email from a, from a brother in Christ. Uh, and he's James Japan. If you're ever on a com- computer or you want to find James Japan, you do a James Japan uh, search, and he's got a really a, a nice uh, website, it, lots of uh, documented uh, history on Rome. And uh, he's real interesting. He uh, was... he. Uh, was uh, born in Illinois, in right out of Chicago. He was raised a Catholic, and he became a, a Christian when he was in the Air Force. And uh, and he's been a missionary, and uh, he uh, lives in Japan. He's lived there for uh, 25 years, and he speaks Jap- Japanese, and um, and writes it, and uh, he's very fluent. Uh, but he writes me this here, and this is the thing that uh, I like to get on to today. To Ed is is uh, uh, it took me a little while, and but but I have your my my website is thegranddesignexposed.com, and it took me a little while to put your book right on the front page, and for the same reason, and because James he writes uh, an email to me, and he says, does not both text Mars and Edward Henry promote the Jewish Zionist involvement in the conspiracy as the main culprits. Uh, how would you answer that, Ed? Well, there. If you look at history, and you go back to the Gospel, um, who was it that conspired to crucify Christ? Was it the Romans? Or was it the Jewish leadership? In fact, it was the Jews. The, those same Jews were the ones that Jesus upbraided and criticized. And he said, Ye seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. 
He said, ye are of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me, ye believe me not. So he concludes this vignette, and this is in John chapter 8. He goes, ye therefore hear them not, okay, because he said, he that is of God heareth God's word. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Okay, well, they're not of God. Who are they are? He said, you are of your father, the devil. He wasn't using hyperbole. He was revealing to the world that, in fact, the Pharisees, the chief priests, the lawyers, the scribes, who were in charge of uh, the, the Jewish people, okay, were the religious leaders of the Jewish people, were in fact in league with Satan. From the time of Christ's crucifixion, they have continued in league with Satan. And they they have sought and are seeking to rule the world because they view their headship over the world as a promise from God given to them as fleshly Jews. Now, the gospel makes it clear that the promises are to his spiritual children, to spiritual Israel, not to fleshly Israel. But they have twisted that. And so they have established their own religion that is antithetical to the gospel It violates God's word. Jesus made the point time and time again that they have replaced God's word with their own traditions, which they have memorialized in their Talmud and Kabbalah. And when you read uh, the Talmud and the Kabbalah, you will read very blasphemous things that they say about Jesus. Um, For instance, in uh, Gittin, 57b, which is a tractate in their Talmud. They state that Jesus was sent to hell where he is punished by boiling excrement for mocking rabbis. Okay? In Abadah Zara 17a of their Talmud, Jews should stay away from Christians. Christians are allied with hell, and Christianity is worse than incest. Uh, Abadah Zorah 17a again says visiting the house of a Christian is the same as visiting the house of a prostitute. They called Jesus a magician and fool and that Mary was an adulteress. And I could go on and on. Their religious documents are anti-Christian. They are enemies of God. So they are very powerful. And if you look at the history of the conspiracy, as people have identified it as being the Illuminati, uh, the Illuminati are a group, a secret group, 
But at the core, it is the Jewish leadership who have gone underground. They've created Gentile fronts. Okay, so you have Freemasonry, which is a Gentile front, but it's completely controlled by the Jews. You have Roman Catholicism, which is a religion that appears to be a Gentile religion, but it is Jewish to its core. Okay, all of the doctrines flow from Babylon, uh, and the source is are the Jewish leadership who obtained their witchcraft and this witchcraft doctrine from Babylon when they were in their captivity during the Babylonian captivity. So to answer the question, uh, it is the same Jewish leadership, the crucified Christ, that are today uh, in conspiring against God and man to enslave man and subjugate people under their rule. The, uh, those that are at the power, the head of this world conspiracy, what people call the New World Order, this is a Jewish conspiracy. That's what it is. And these uncomfortable truths are uncomfortable for people because they control the media. They have complete control over the media. They have complete control over the educational system. And so people have been conditioned from childhood to view any criticism of the Jews as being uh, anti-Semitic. And to be anti-Semitic is to equate them with Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, and they've been very effective in conditioning people to think that way. They have a, for people have to have a Pavlovian response immediately to any criticism of the Jews, and when they're labeled as anti-Semites, people retreat, retreat from any criticism of the Jews. So what has happened here is your friend is he cannot get over his conditioning. He cannot see the evidence for what it is because he's been conditioned to reject it out of hand. Uh, we've all been through that conditioning. And it, has, it can only be overcome through evidence. People have to read the evidence, look at the evidence, and see it for what it is. And it is not anti-Semitism. It is the epitome of the love of Jews to reveal to them the error of their ways. And keep in mind, we're not talking about the rank-and-file Jews. We're talking about the, the, the hierarchy, the people at the very top, the Jewish hierarchy, the same ones that Jesus criticized. When Jesus preached his gospel, many Jews were saved. And so that's our obligation is to preach the gospel so that Jews can be saved. Uh, the gospel is not just for Gentiles. It is for the Jew as well. Uh, now, that's something that Jews don't like to hear. And the one thing that all of the different sects of Judaism agree on is they all reject Jesus Christ as their Messiah. Uh, he is the Messiah. He is the Christ. Uh, he is God who came down to earth in human flesh and died for our sins. He is the only way to salvation. There is no other name under heaven by which uh, men must be saved but by Jesus Christ. Uh, but that, that is something that the Jews reject. 
Their religion is polytheistic. They have many, many gods and many goddesses. It is a satanic religion. If you learn the doctrines of Judaism, you'd be shocked to, to find out some of the things that they actually believe. Uh, so when Jesus criticized them and said they were of their father, the devil, that's what they, that, he was telling the truth. He was revealing to us who read the Bible and believe the Bible what the Jews are about, what their religion is about. It is satanic. They engage in witchcraft. It's polytheistic. It's anti-Christian. And they have created all sorts of front operations where they conceal their involvement in this world conspiracy so that they can say, oh, no, 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 it's the mafia, the Italian mafia, when in fact organized crime is run by the Jews. Or, no, it's the Freemasons, when in fact the Freemasons are completely controlled by the Jews. Oh, no, it's the Jesuits, when in fact the Jesuits are founded and controlled by the Jews. So it doesn't matter where you point, the Illuminati, the, it, it, there is a Jewish core to the world conspiracy. It, it, the, the facts prevail. And people who uh, reject that don't reject it because of the evidence. They reject it because they've been conditioned to. And they just will not dig and look at the evidence. Uh, it took a long time for me to, to, to understand the evidence and reveal it for what it is. And, it, you know, as Christians, you know, we don't, you, you should not hide from the truth. The truth is what sets us free. And so, you know, it, it's, this yeah. is not out of hatred. This is a fact. You, you, you know, if somebody is uh, engaging in witchcraft, why, why, would we, why would we not reveal that? Um, so you, that's you know, how I respond Ed, to him. Well, well, Ed, too, wouldn't Galatians one twelve, For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Because I think at this, t- the, 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 the listeners that are listening on this call uh, have overcome a lot of, of of this. They can they they can listen to and and navigate with, like you said, the evidence. Um, because in, the political the political arm of, of like the, of the United States government, we can see Rome. Uh, wrapped all up, you know, but, you know, politics is fueled by religion. And don't you think, uh, Ed, that uh, the Kabbalah is the fuel of uh, of the beast? Well, yeah, uh, the Kabbalah is basically a memorialization of the witchcraft that's at the core of the secret doctrine of the Pharisees. The very criticism that Jesus made of the Pharisees regarding their traditions have been memorialized in the Kabbalah. And the Kabbalah is chock full of witchcraft. It's blasphemy against God. Uh, and the, 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 uh, the Kabbalah is uh, it's their secret doctrine. So, you know, the... Well, it- we can't shy away from from the truth. 
when you read their documents, I mean, when they walk by a Gentile uh, graveyard, they spit on the ground. I mean, theirs, theirs is a religion of hate. They hate Gentiles, and particularly they hate Christians. They say so in their documents. If you read their religious doc- doctrines, you know, uh, Gentile or goyim, cattle. They call the women shiksa, which means an unclean beast. I mean, even the language they use. And I, I you know, I, just the other day, I heard a, a, a Jewish woman use that phrase to refer to a Gentile woman, a shiksa. Now, she doesn't, most Gentiles don't understand what that means. Okay? But it, it means an unclean beast. So they, they have their own little language and their religion, uh, you know, give you an example of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the perversion of the Jewish religion. You'll notice that the Wailing Wall, and in other instances, you'll see them swaying back and forth. Well, they have a female goddess called Shekinah. And when they sway back and forth, that's in, that's in simulation of copulation with Shekinah. You see, there's a reason they're doing that. It's, it's, it's a heathen religion. This heathenism comes from Babylon. And all of these heathen religions flowing from Babylon, and they're not the only one, they're phallic religions where they celebrate and worship the procreative act. You see that in Freemasonry. It's in Roman Catholicism. It is the secret doctrine. It's the thread that runs through all of these, and it flows from Babylon. That's why in the book of Revelations, the great whore is called uh, mystery, Babylon the Great, okay, because it's a mystery as to what the doctrine is, and, of course, she's a great whore, all right? This reveals the nature of the spiritual whoredom of the Roman Catholic Church and Judaism. Well, and also, uh, too, this is something that just stuck out with me, is I was always told that uh, that the Jesuits, that the Jews, are they use like the bankers in the National, uh, Federal Reserve, they put Jews in the front as front people. This is what's being taught and in, in a lot of these, uh, um, I call it uh, Pope busters. I, I used to be, I have to um, uh, kind of repent of it, uh, of, of sticking on the Pope and just, uh, you know, busting the Pope. Of course, the Pope is right out in front for us so we can see what he's all about. But this is, this is the thing that really... I've rolled this over many, many nights thinking of this. I mean, in like, like George Lamentary, a Jesuit, you know, uh, he, li- you know, he is credited with the the Big Bang, and it, that's so far from the truth. It's not even it's not even close to the truth, because mm-hmm. the Big Bang came from the Kabbalah. Yes, and they do, and they do the same thing with um, 
Didar Chain, I, I might not have pronounced that right, but that's a Frenchman who is known as the father of the New Age. He's not mm-hmm. the father of the New Age. Mm-hmm. And and then the next thing I'd like to have you touch on, Ed, is, is, you know, this is another thing that was taught, that the Jesuits, they're the ones that created communism and the Paraguay reductions. And that is, that is you know, Catholicism by its by itself is communism and Judaism came before communism. So could you, you got a chapter in your book. Could you just comment on Judaism and communism? Well, Judaism is communism. That's, that's when the, when the Jews control get world control, it's going to be what, as what happened in communist China, as what happened in communist Russia, uh, you're going to have millions of people executed starting with the church uh, the church is being persecuted terribly in, in China and Russia uh, and have been for since the uh, communists took over but communism is basically Judaism coming to power it's Judaism to the core if you if you even you read the Jewish leadership they admit it this is this is not it all people have to do is read the facts so uh, you know, and when you when you talk about the Pope, well, stop and think about it. Uh, the uh, the College of Cardinals initially had seventy cardinals. Now the Sanhedrin had seventy chief priests. Well, what is a cardinal? A cardinal means chief. So these priests of the Roman Catholic Church were the chief priests of the Roman Catholic Church. And what did they do? They elected the Pope, who's the supreme pontiff. Well, what did the chief priest do? They elected the high priest. Well, the Pope is essentially the high priest. Now, you'll notice this. There has not been a high priest over the Jews since the destruction of the temple. At least so it would seem. But really, there not there a high priest? Isn't he the Pope? You see... I think the high priest has been around since the Roman Catholic Church has had the Pope. That is the high priest of Judaism, and it is a mystery because that Judaism has taken the form of a Gentile religion. It's cloaked in, in Christian language. It appears to be a Christian church, but there's nothing Christian about it. It is satanic. And I'm here to tell you, just as the Jewish religion is satanic, so is the Roman Catholic religion satanic. Now, does that make me anti-Catholic because I expose the doctrines of the Roman Catholic Church as satanic? No. I have love for the Roman Catholics, and I would like them to come to a knowledge of Christ, all right? And, but it's important that they know that their religion is satanic, just as it's important for the Jews to know that their religion is satanic. They are in league with Satan. So and Freemasonry. Freemasonry, the same thing. I mean, at the upper levels of Freemasonry, all through Freemasonry in, the, in their secret uh, uh, ceremonies, they're always in a quest for light. They want more light. Well, the light that they're seeking is Lucifer, who literally means light bearer. And when they get to the higher 
levels of Freemasonry, it's revealed to them who the God of Freemasonry is. It's Lucifer. And the, the, those that are at the higher levels, they know that. And, you know, uh, also, as soon as I started uh, uh, leaning this way, I shared with several brothers in Christ because I didn't, you know. Uh, but how, how do they, you know, in other words, um, uh, anti-Semitism, is, is, is that sometimes can't, I mean, how how do they work that? And they have to have that to uh, to uh, they have to keep that going to keep people to, to not be able to talk about the real issue. That's right. See, anti-Semitism is a two-edged sword, and it works very well for the Jews. See, the Jewish leadership they fan the flames of anti-Semitism. They do it purposely in order to keep the people uh, isolated from the population, to keep them in a constant state of fear, the Jewish people, you see, they, they have to do that to keep them in line. Because if the Jews were to assimilate, all right, and lose their Jewish identity, then the Jewish leadership would lose its power. So they need to keep them in line. So in order to do that, they fan the flames of anti-Semitism. The other edge of the sword is they use the other edge as a way of keeping Gentiles from revealing the conspiracy of the Jews, okay? So uh, it, it is a two-edged sword, and they wield it very effectively. Uh, and, you know, the, the anti-Semitism, and, and they, if you read their writings, you can see what they do. Uh, if you look at the Nazi movement, uh, the neo-Nazis, the leadership has been revealed time and again as being Jewish. And they have a hard time explaining that. And so the, the, what they come up with is an explanation that this leader or that leader, who's revealed to be Jewish later, was a self-hating Jew. Well, no, it's not. He was put in position in order to fan the flames of anti-Semitism in order to bring persecution on the Jews so that the Jews would coalesce and bind together and stay together as, a, um, as an isolated group. That's, why, that's how they use it. They use it in other countries. Anti-Semitism works very effectively for the Jews. They must keep persecution of the Jews up, okay? And that's how they use anti-Semitism because if the Jews were to assimilate, that would be a tragedy for the Jewish leadership. They must have a, an, a group of Jews who are obedient to them and who are isolated from the surrounding Gentile population. Well, well you know, Ed, there's, you know, we're, I was told from a kid, and you've all, everybody's heard this saying, there's two things you don't want to talk about, religion and politics. And I th see the same thing that happened in, in, uh, in, in uh, Catholicism. I mean, you cannot, I think the, the Roman Catholics use, use that same sword. Comment? Yes. Well, um, yeah, the um, people have been conditioned to uh, avoid controversy. 
okay? Because the minute people explore what's really going on, it's going to reveal those who are actually responsible. So you see, that's why the Jews control the, ma- the, the mass media. It's, it's so that they can, can conceal from people what's really going on. You see, when you watch things on television, news programs and so forth, they do everything they can to steer away from the, those that, the, what's really responsible for our troubles. For instance, you know, they, they'll talk about, you know, uh, financial issues uh, in Washington, but what they'll never reveal is anything about the nature of the Federal Reserve. You see, when Jesus said, the love of money is the root of all evil, okay, that was, again, that was not hyperbole. The Jews love money, and it is the root of all evil, all right? So now money itself is not evil. It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. Now think about it. If you were able to create a system where you could print as much money as you wanted and that people would accept that money, you, there's not much you couldn't do that is sinful. I mean, there's no sin that would, be, uh, that would not be available to you. You could buy politicians. You could hire hitmen. You could engage in all sorts of nefarious conduct, you see. So that's what we have with the central bank. And the Federal Reserve is just one of many central banks, and they're all controlled by the Jews. And the, the Federal Reserve came into being through the Federal Reserve Act, which was uh, a law passed which required the federal government to borrow money from the Federal Reserve. Now, in order to borrow money from the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve has to have money, but not according to the Federal Reserve Act. They can actually create the money when it's borrowed. What a great trick. So in order for the government to borrow money, the Federal Reserve has to have it, but the Federal Reserve doesn't have the money. So what it does, what does it do? It creates the money out of thin air. That is magic. That is evil magic. And so when they create money out of thin air, what, that ha- what happens is all the money that's in circulation becomes less valuable. So what they do is they steal from the people in order to increase the money supply from the government borrowing money. Now, periodically, they will collapse the money supply. Okay, It's called deflation. When they increase the money supply, it's inflation. And that's why, for instance, the government is wasteful. That's why, for instance, we have wars, okay? So when you talk about discussion of politics, people want to know, well, well, why are we fighting this war? Why did we invade Iraq? Why are we in uh, uh, Afghanistan? Why do we want to go with, to war with Iran? Well, there's a reason for it. War is very wasteful. Every bomb has to be made, okay? That bomb, let's say, it costs a million dollars. When that bomb is, is, uh, is shot off, it explodes, it's gone. But guess what? The government had to borrow a million dollars to make that bomb. And for every bomb that's exploded, it has to borrow another million dollars. Well, guess what? They have to borrow that money by law from the Federal Reserve. 
So the bankers get rich when there's war. And you'll notice at the end of every war, what's the first thing they all talk about? They talk about reconstruction. Reconstruction of the country they just bombed into, into the Stone Age. Why? Because it's expensive to reconstruct something that you just bombed. But guess what? In order to reconstruct it, the government has to borrow more money. So the, the bankers get richer and richer and richer. It's a, it's, a, it's a scam. Anything that's wasteful, anything that's expensive, the government will do. Environmental policies, it's expensive and wasteful, the government will do it. You know, there's so many wasteful things the government does. Why? Okay, because it enriches the bankers. Welfare enriches the bankers. The more sinful, the more evil the things the, the government does, the better the bankers like it. You see, and it's not the, it's not the bankers. This, we're talking Judaism. This is, this is a, a religious doctrine. It's very evil, okay, and they're trying to turn society into uh, agreement with their Jewish values. So, for instance, uh, when you talk about uh, the, the gay and lesbian agenda, well, that's Judaism in practice. Abortion, that's Judaism in practice. I mean, the evil things that are being pushed are being pushed by very powerful interests that are trying to transform society into Judaism, you see. So that's what, we're, that's what we're dealing with here. And every one of those things are anti-Christ, anti-Christian. So evolution in the schools is anti-Christian. Heliocentrism is anti-Christian. It attacks the authority of the Bible. It attacks the assistance of God. And the more they can remove God from people's minds, the more they control the people. That's what it's all about. It's all about control. And once they gain sufficient control, then they will, the, the gloves will come off and the real persecution will happen. Right now, we're in a lull before the storm. Christians aren't being openly persecuted in the United States, but they will be. And I see the gay and lesbian agenda as the fulcrum, the pivot point, for that persecution because what they have done is they have given the sodomite culture special government privileges and those privileges are going to ab come into conflict institutional rights of Christians the government give us a privilege they're going to their new privileged class the government will give protection constitutional rights are a restriction on government. The Bill of Rights are a restriction on government. The government will resist that restriction. And therein lies the conflict. Okay? Government is one thing and one thing only. It is force. And the Jews control the government. That's why they've been so feverish in, in engaging in these um, false mass shootings in order to propagandize people to pass laws that will allow them to seize the guns so that they will not be able to resist the tyranny of government. That's what we're looking at. Well, I titled this broadcast, and I was referring to your chapter four in your book, The Kabbalah in the Talmud, 
I want to just touch on, you know, I always heard, uh, uh, you know, it's the Jesuits that control Hollywood. It's the Jesuits. The Jews are just front people, the ones that own the studios. They're just front people. But, you know, I look at it a little different now. I think the Kabbalah runs Hollywood. Well, well, Hollywood, Hollywood is, in fact, run by the Jews. Those things that are important to them, they're always in ownership capacity. So all you have to do is look at the studios. Who owns the studios? Don't look at the actors. The actors are the the servants. Look at who's the master. Look at the, when you look at television, don't look at the broadcasters. Who owns that television, show, uh, that, that television network? Look at the owners. All right, when you look at banks, you know, don't look at the teller. Look at who owns the bank. It becomes clear who's running the show. You see, who's, who's behind the curtain? But I see the religion, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I, I just, uh, I watched a movie here uh, oh a year ago. Everybody's heard this one. It's uh, Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. And I, when you listen to to what they're teaching, I mean, uh, what I'm saying is, I, I think they're they're um, they're the trans the transcript for the plays is coming out of the Kabbalah. They're teaching a religion. Yep. Yep, that's very perceptive of you. You're absolutely correct. That's what they're doing. And they're bringing in, people in the, along to accept their doctrine. Yes, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. And, and it's the same way with NASA. You know, I, I just had a recent uh, visit with a brother. And, you know, there, there are, when, you know, the, when people believe that we went to the moon, um, you know, uh, they're, they're they're believing mysticism. They're 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 believing witchcraft because the religion, the religion of the Masons, is the Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and in other words, you mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast. Uh, the in other words, I had another brother tell me too. I mean, you know, the public school system, the university system, they're teaching. A religion, and that religion is the Kabbalah. Yes. See, and yeah. so, and so by, so by saying, "Oh no," it, you, you know, it's, it's the, the 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 Jews are just front people. They're just front people. I mean, it, it's 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 actually re- ignoring what Scripture has told us. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you know, in your book. <clears throat> On chapter four, you say um, the Jewish studies in Rome led to an incalculation of Jewish doctrine into the Roman Church. The Kabbalah and the Talmud are at the root of the Jewish doctrine. Kabbalah is a Hebrew word which literally translated means tradition. And uh, uh, and you have and oh, by the way, too, this is uh, this is evidence after evidence. Evidence does matter, and uh, and on the third paragraph, you st- you state Jesus criticized the par- Pharisees for their religious traditions. Those traditions were oral traditions at the time. Later, they were 
memorialized into the Talmud and Kabbalah. The Kabbalah and the Talmud today span numerous volumes. Jesus called the Pharisees hypocrites who masqueraded as religious men, but who were in reality irreligious frauds. And Scripture tells us that this is the words of Christ, Matthew 15, 1 to 9. Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of God of none effect by your tradition. Ye hypocrites, well did Esaias prophecy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but the heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. This this is in chapter four of Ed's book, uh, and you'll you'll the way uh, Ed writes, he he writes a little bit, and then he his he has doc references of where he he got the material, and uh, there's a lot of it right out of the, the, the he takes a lot of quotes right out of the the Catholic Encyclopedia referring to. Uh, Jew, uh, Jewish traditions. You could comment, Ed. Yeah, the uh, yeah in the book, virtually everything in there is sourced, and the information that I have on the Jewish religion comes from highly respected uh, Jewish rabbis. So it really is unimpeachable. They can't uh, they can't refute it because it's actually what they say about their own religion. So it's a, it's a revelation about the Jewish religion from their own writings, from their own respected rabbis. So it's really, it can't be impeached. Uh, and one of the things that, they, the, that the Jews were criticized for was replacing the... Um, God's word with their tradition. I mean, that is the prime criticism that Jesus had of them, as you just noted in your quote from uh, Matthew, which is in my book. Now, the Roman Catholic Church, because it is Judaism for Gentiles, essentially, has done the very same thing. I mean, if you if you look at the catechism of the Catholic Church, section 97 of their catechism says, sacred tradition and sacred scripture make up a single sacred deposit of the word of God. Well, that's exactly what the Jews say. See, the Jews say that the real meaning of the scripture is found in the Kabbalah and the Talmud, their traditions, not in what they call the Torah, the Old Testament. Okay, that is 
that's not the real meaning. They, they ignore that for the most part, okay? And they rely on what they have in the Talmud and the Kabbalah. Um, so it's interesting that the, the method and the doctrines in the Roman Catholic Church parallel those of Judaism. And now you, you mentioned uh, NASA. You know, it's interesting. They, now, Freemasonry, again, the core beliefs and the uh, doctrines of Freemasonry come from Judaism. It's Jewish from beginning to end. And so if you, if you look at Freemasonry and you look at what they believe, it's Judaism. NASA is completely controlled by Freemasons. And, you know, the, the origins of Freemasonry go back to Pythagoras uh, in, in around 570 uh, to, to 500 B.C. And Pythagoras is many view as the, the first Freemason. He's also many view as the, the founding father of heliocentrism. You know, people want to ascribe heliocentrism to Copernicus, but Copernicus gave credit to Pythagoras. Copernicus, he, you know, he was around uh, 1500 A.D. Well, it was 2,000 years before Copernicus came on, uh, on the scene that Pythagoras was teaching a secret doctrine of heliocentrism. You see, remember, it was a secret doctrine then because nobody would have accepted it. They bring their secret doctrine slowly over time into the open. Now it's being taught openly, okay? As this is, fact. This is, yes, as fact, as though it's scientific fact. And they're going to do that with a lot of different things. And, and, and heliocentrism is the, that's the root of evolution. Without heliocentrism, nobody would accept evolution. Evolution is just ridiculous on its face. I mean, evolution is based on a principle which violates the laws of physics, where according to evolution, things come, go from a status of chaos to a status of order. Well, we know that according to the laws of thermodynamics, just the opposite happens. Things go, things go from order to disorder. All you have to do is, is let your car sit out in front of your house for a, a few months, and the battery will go dead. It goes from order to disorder. You know, the, you, you leave it there for a year, the tires will start going flat. Uh, leave it a little bit longer, the gasoline will, uh, will turn into an unusable fuel. So... I mean, you just go on and on. There, there's nothing that does not decompose in this world. Yet, yet, according to evolution, things go from a status of disorder to order. It makes no sense. And it's the same with uh, heliocentrism. Heliocentrism violates the laws of physics. It makes no sense. Why? Both of them are a religious doctrine which are born of the Kabbalah. And they've come now, what used to be a secret doctrine, have now come out in the open, you see. You know, uh, Ed, I would, you know, I, I have a, a brother in Christ. He's listening, and his mic is open. So, But I want to 
turn turn this a, a little bit. You, we know that heliocentric is. There's no evidence. They have no evidence that that we go around the sun. And now we, we we're facing an issue here in 2016 where they don't need evidence. And now uh, they're getting real close here in November with this global warming. Uh, you know, have you touched, have you looked into global warming, uh, Ed? I, I mean, because global warming, they have no evidence that the Earth is warming. Well, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. Global warming has nothing to do with global warming, if that makes sense to you. Okay. It has, it, global warming is, is a way to tax people to take your money and lower your standard of living. That's what they want to do. They want a world, a global tax. You see, the, the real power of a government is the power to tax. And the United Nations is not really that powerful. Not now. Why? They don't have the power to tax. So global warming is their way to self-fund. They can extract money from the people, you see. So that's the idea. To take your money and lower your standard of living. Okay, make it more expensive to live. See, a lot of people don't understand this very basic concept. And, uh, And I heard Hillary Clinton the other day talking about you know, taxing the rich and so forth. And in that, she's, she includes the corporations. Well, what people don't understand, I should say most people, is that all taxes, every single one of them are paid by the consumer. So if you tax a corporation, that corporation will simply pass that tax on to the consumer. So if you tax a corporation for a what they call a carbon tax, that tax will be passed along to the consumer. It will, what it will do is make everything more expensive for no good reason. It just enriches the government. See, when you go to the store, all right, and you pay a sales tax, most people think, well, I guess that's a tax I have to pay. No, you don't. A sales tax is not a tax on the purchaser. It's a tax on the seller. The only reason that you pay a sales tax is the seller is telling you what portion of the product you're buying they have to pay to the government for making the sale. Well, guess what? Every other tax they pay is built into the price of that item. They just don't tell you what it is. That's the one time where they break it out and say, okay, this is the tax that we have to get because they can, they can market at a certain percentage. But all taxes are paid by the consumer. And and we're we're right at uh, at the. Uh, I mean, this is about ready to come to full. You know, it's it's about ready to go public. Uh, say, Dave, do you have some of the com some of the figures there on 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 what Obama said? Uh, it'll take me a minute to pull them up. Yeah, uh, because because uh, I I believe they're having this. Uh, meeting over in uh it's in it's november 4th it's going to be four days before the election so it doesn't it doesn't matter 
you know, who's who who wins the presidency. But uh, I think that uh, and and uh, again, Ed, uh, uh, don't you think? I think that uh, gl- this global warming it connects with heliocentric because they they don't have any evidence. They just make stuff up, and they have yeah, the power. With, they have yeah. the power with the press to push it. And yeah. uh, uh, oh, I I uh, I just uh, uh, you know, in other words, they there was a. A, a video that uh, was a house hearing where they the Sahara Club, uh, you know, was talking. And in other words, they 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 don't have to. Where the the congressman was, his name is Ted Cruz, was asking uh, if they had any evidence, you know. And in other words, and he, and he asked him, would you change your position if we the evidence showed that the earth that the glo- that we didn't have climate warming you know and he would not answer the question you know he would not yeah, answer the that. question I saw that video and yeah it was very poignant uh, and yes. Ted Cruz was making a very good point uh, yeah they're they're just they're they're liars they're cheats they have an agenda and uh, yeah the Sierra Club is just a front operation that's all it is mm-hmm yeah, well, it's uh, it's uh, uh, and of course we're living in a time now. This is uh, where where it's got it's like you said the the United Nations. I think that was a real good point. The United Nations doesn't have any power until they get a chance to tax, and uh, and uh, and this is this. I mean, this will make a third third world nation out of the United States. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's supposed uh, to be the global warming is supposed to be based on um, carbon carbon dioxide uh, emissions. Well, in fact, it's carbon dioxide is beneficial. That's what plants use for photosynthesis. <laughs> you know, suddenly, it's a poisonous gas. I guess I, I don't know. You know, the, it's just silliness. Silliness. Well, well, they they get away with it with because of ignorance and in, in the in the fact that they have. Con- they have total control of the press and the education. I mean, every, every I mean, when, when you, you know, when you go to a university, I mean, you're getting an indoctrination. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's a lot of, I, I know neighbors and people that I've talked with and associated with, I mean, they're right on board. They believe in this guy. I, I had a, a friend of mine say to me, they, and of course, people that they try to deny that they're, that they're, uh, the chemtrails. Well, they've admitted that they're spraying. And I had a friend of mine, he's a good, he's a good friend of mine told me, he said, Walt, they have to spray because it's, they don't, they don't have any choice because it's warming. I mean, I mean, because this is a religion. And again, I go back, what, what are they, what are they, what's the motive? I mean, this is, this is a tax, a world tax. Yes. You know, and in course, in the Pope's, he's right in on, he's right walking, um, you know, hand in hand with this, you know. And so, Mullet, we're getting down to the, if, uh, if yeah, did you have any a comment there, uh, Dave? No. Huh. Well, anyway, we're getting down to the to an hour oh, here. I was ahead, sitting back thinking that Ed got hold of all my notes over the years. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There, well, there's I, some, some new information, you know, that we get in different connections uh, from your book and from, you know, your conversation. And it's uh, very good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's 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 a this issue that we talked about today is only going to be uh, there's uh, I mean, I I, I realize I, I learned this from somebody. Somebody said this. I mean, if you have a following, all false teachers have a following. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and anyway, uh, the hour of discernment doesn't have a following. <laughs> and, 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 and Ed, I don't think that your books, your, your, your agenda for speaking agendas or, or appointments are pretty open because you're not asked to speak very many times, are you, Ed? Okay, he lost the sound there. I didn't catch it. Yeah, uh, I can't hear you right now. I think we're it's loading up. It could be my computer. Mm -hmm. you, you touched on global warming in the last bit out of the agreement that has been agreed to now by the United States is that we have to go back 10 years and from that point reduce our carbon emissions by 25%. And while developing nations have no limitation on their emissions and can have them increase without any penalties, and developing nations would be China, uh, Mexico, all South America. So you you can obviously see. Of, I'm sorry. China. That's what that manufacturing will all be centered there. If you said China, I agree. Yeah. Uh, breaking up a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's that's it, it. It seems like that's their design. And what the the interesting thing is, Obama has no authority. To agree to the United States with he has to be ratified. We're, we're losing him on a really good part, Walt. Yeah, and so say, say Ed, can you hear me? Uh, anyway, I. Uh, just hang everybody hang where you're at there and look and I, I think I'm I'm gonna close the the broadcast here and um and hoping uh, we can get Ed back here. But um uh I wanna thank everybody that's came and uh the brothers and sisters that came and listened. This is uh this is not we don't talk about milk here, we talk about the meat of what what's going on and anyway, uh sorry that we had the um the technical problems here at the last, but uh, so I'm going to close the broadcast and, and God bless and we'll see you next time.